Then you will truly be successful. Turn the page. And we know all things work together for the good. Gotta work together. The good. Gotta work together. And we know all things work together for the good. Gotta work together. The good. To those who love God. He has a word on your lips. To those who are called. Meditate on your According to be his purpose, to do purpose it's his purpose, Ooh. not mine. And we know all things work together for the good. Gotta work together. The good. Gotta work together. And we know all things work together for the good. Gotta work together. The good. To those who love God, he has a word on your lips. To those who are called According to his purpose Purpose It's his purpose Not mine We are in the book of Galatians Galatians 5 and 1 reads in this way Stand fast therefore in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free And be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage Behold, I, Paul, say unto you that if ye be circumcised, Christ shall profit you nothing. For I testify again to every man that is circumcised that he is a debtor to do the whole law. Christ is become of no effect unto you whosoever of you are justified by the law, ye are fallen from grace. For we through the Spirit wait for the hope of righteousness by faith. For in Jesus Christ neither circumcision availeth anything nor uncircumcision, but faith which worketh by love. Ye did run well. Who did hinder you that ye should not obey the truth? This persuasion cometh not of him that calleth you. A little leaven leaveneth the whole lump. I have confidence in you through the Lord that ye will be none otherwise minded, but he that troubleth you shall bear his judgment whosoever he be. And I, brethren, if I yet preach circumcision, why do I yet suffer persecution? Then is the offense of the cross ceased? How would they were even cut off which trouble you? For, brethren, ye have been called unto liberty. Only use not liberty for an occasion to the flesh, but by love serve one another. For all the law is fulfilled in one word, even in this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. But if ye bite and devour one another, take heed that ye be not consumed one of another. This I say then, walk in the spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusteth against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary the one to the other, so that ye cannot do the things that ye would. But if ye be led of the spirit, ye are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like, of the which I tell you before, as I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. 
against such there is no law. And they that are Christ's have crucified the flesh with the affections and lusts. If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. Let us not be desirous of vain glory, provoking one another, envying one another. Day 69 of our 90 day challenge in Galatians 5 and 1. I know it by heart. I love that scripture because I turned it into a song. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty where Christ has made us free and be not entangled again in the yoke of bondage. And I know that the original writer of Galatians was talking about corporeal sin. I know that he was talking about missing the target and becoming a stumbling block and how we need to be careful not to get entangled into the trap of temptation. But I also think that there is something to be said around the writer's clarity of communication. That over all of these years, scholars have taken the language that has been written and the prose that has been provided so that we can have a clear depiction of what God wants. And I think that in that time, the written word was important. In our time, the spoken word is just as important. And I wanna give you practical tools to also promote your purpose, to also elevate your understanding of calling. And you can't do that if you cannot speak in a way that communicates well to every person, not just the ones that understand you at the level that you're speaking. So I wanna recommend TED Talks, the official TED Guide to Public Speaking. Why? Because when we integrate the reality of the spoken word with the audiences that we will captivate and communicate to, we will recognize that some people will miss out on your calling because your words are confusing. How do you elevate your understanding of communication so that those who hear you are not entangled, confused, and stuck because of unclear communication? I want you to work on this today. How? Stand up in front of a mirror and talk. Be cognizant of how many times you say, um. Try your best to hold accountability conversations with people that can offer you honest feedback. Make sure that you pay attention to your pacing. Are you talking too quickly? Are you using words that others do not understand? Because how you do that will disentangle people so that they can hear your words and then understand his purpose in you. Let's get to work. How do I keep an audience engaged, especially in this day of technology and mass social media distraction? How do I keep the attention? Well, let me give you some immediate techniques that you can use. Number one, be willing to play outside of the box that doesn't exist. So recognize there is no box, there is no formal way that you should be engaging with people. Remember that today you're operating inside of a high touch, highly organic, highly reality-based, reality TV, reality radio, reality podcast, reality YouTube, a reality-based society. So people wanna feel a 3D experience. So if you wanna keep your audience engaged, you have to give them a 3D experience. Imagine this, if you just stand on stage and you just talk, it's literally what I call a chalkboard experience. It's like a teacher writing on a chalkboard for like 45 minutes and not saying anything. It's, oh my God, give me a pillow. However, when you give your audience a 3D experience, 
Meaning, you create a dialogue versus a monologue. You have a conversation with them. You do a call and response. Have you ever, if you've ever, you do a raise your hand. You ask a question. You speak to one person versus everyone. You make everyone feel like you're in their living room talking just to them. You add humor to the conversation. You keep the conversation moving while you pull in points of transparency, points of riveting moments, points where you give them a butt naked truth. Shock them. Rivet. Make them say, did, did she just say that? Did he literally just do that? You want to create an environment where they really don't know what's next. If you're engaged in a PowerPoint, if you're the type of speaker where you use a PowerPoint, please do not be chained to your PowerPoint because that's the number one way that I'm going to get chained to my cell phone and I'm going to start checking email and I'm going to get on Facebook. You do PowerPoint, I'll do Facebook. But if you do me, then I'll do you. So remember that you're in a relationship for 10 minutes, for 45 minutes, or for two hours. However long you're in front of one or 1,000 or 10,000, whatever the number is that you're serving, however long you're in front of them, you're in a relationship. If you want to keep your audience more engaged, then I invite you to adopt these techniques. One, find the box and erase it. Two, introduce yourself to a higher level of transparency and authenticity. Three, speak to one person, even in a room of 100. Speak to one person and 100 seats. Four, add some humor or some spice. Disrupt your audience. Five. If you're using a PowerPoint, make sure that you're not anchored to that PowerPoint, that the PowerPoint is your sidekick. You're not the sidekick to the PowerPoint. And six and final, if you want to engage your audience, make sure that you're meeting the audience where they are having a dynamic dialogue with them versus a monologue where you're just talking to them, have a conversation with them. My yes costs. So how do I determine and discern what to say no about? So if you don't know your purpose, like when you, the best thing a salesperson can hear is I'm just looking. Because if you don't know what you want, I can sell you anything. You have to be careful to not take on other people's stuff. The sewage system of my house kept backing up, kept backing up. I said, y'all gonna have to fix this. They said, no, ma'am, you're, you're the one breaking it. You and all them kids and all them people living in your house, y'all breaking it. No, we're not. How does it work? You have an individual grinder station. It comes out to the street line. There's a backflow valve that keeps it from coming back in. It goes out to the sewage line. I said, well, that's it. The backflow valve must be broken. He said, you don't even understand this. I'm an engineer. I said, I'm a sociologist and a statistician. I understand probability. And that's probably not my stuff. <laughs> they didn't laugh. I said, humor me, send a truck and dig. They came. They said, we'll call you back this afternoon. Never called me back. They put a note on my door. They were too embarrassed. Dr. Barry, we're so sorry. It's not that your backflow valve was broken. We didn't put one in. The sewage from the 40 houses on my block was coming to my tank. Now, fortunately, I had an alarm that kept it from coming inside the house, but it was coming to my tank. 
every time that white truck would come down the street with the flashing red light, the neighbors would come out and go, you backed up again. <laughs> well, they fixed the thing. And the next day, everybody else's house is backed up. They come to my house knocking on the door. You messed up my house. You messed up my house. Why'd you mess up my house? We never had a problem before. I said, I didn't mess up your house. I just gave you back your stuff. The light came on for me. I'm praying. I'm fasting. I'm vegetarian. I'm exercising. I'm treating my neighbor, loving my neighbor as myself. I'm doing everything I know to do to do right, but I'm taking on everybody else's stuff. And you cannot be well carrying everybody else's stuff. Give people back their stuff. And how do you do that? You process through love. That's so good. I promise you, I am 60 years old. I am not the body that I was before I got sick. Mm. I have never had a problem attracting someone to me. Say it now, say it. Who wants to take care of me and pay for everything and do the body, that's not what I'm called to. Because if you're trying to buy me, you're trying to own me. If y'all don't bring me a sheet, I am going to the mosque. Somebody, I'm going to fire my whole team. If they don't come in five seconds with this white sheet, it's about to go down. <laughs> I believe I could fly. I believe I could touch the sky. I think about it every night and day. I feel like Prince. <laughs> Wait, y'all, she said, if you're trying to buy me, then you're trying to own me. In the last days, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. We're in the latter days. So Lord, our prayer, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Our Father, all of heaven roars your name. Sing louder, let this place erupt with praise. Can you hear it? The sound of heaven touching earth. Yeah, the sound of heaven touching earth. Our Father, all of heaven. Heaven roars your name, sing louder Let this place erupt with praise Can you hear it? The sound of heaven touching earth Yes, the sound of heaven touching earth 
All of heaven roars your name Singing loud Let this place erupt with praise Can you hear it? I can hear it Can you hear it? The sound of heaven Come on y'all Our Father Sing louder Let this place Can you hear it? The sound Lord we want your heaven to touch our earth Hallelujah Spirit break out our walls down break down the wall of unforgiveness spirit break out break down the wall of denominationalism heaven come down yeah spirit break out at midnight Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God and the prisoners heard them such that the prison doors were shaken and everyone's bands were loosed and everybody got free when prayer went up because praise has the power to break chains off of people who did not ask to be free lift it up sing king jesus say you're the name we lift to see your kingdom here we want to see your kingdom here king jesus you are on you are on our side that's all we want today lord